You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome in to Inside the Locker Room on a beautiful Tuesday morning. A rainy, cold Tuesday morning. Hope you're staying safe on the road. Joe Gaither hanging out with you guys with Wimps, Coach Wimp Sanderson. Coach Wimp Sanderson going to be hanging out, leading the show today. And I want to invite Coach into the show. And when we do that, we want to also remind you that the show is brought to you by Yellowwood. We want to thank Yellowwood for being the lead sponsor on the show. Good morning, Coach. How's your, how's your day going so far? Oh, it's fine. Got up early. I got a dog that gets me up. I appreciate uh, everybody listening this morning, and I hope that you will call in and don't be worried about me getting on to you because I won't. I want you know, I want to talk to you about uh, various things. What we're going to do with the show is that we go, of course, have Kevin Skarbinski on at the bottom of the hour and discuss things with him. Philip Pearson, who played for me at Alabama, is going to come in at uh, eight o'clock, and uh, we're going to also uh, have Philip and I will visit about basketball and some football and we'll, we'll have uh, Bryce and Will on uh, listen to what they had to say about staying uh, on the bas- on the football team for the for the, the bowl game we'll do that and so tomorrow uh, starting at seven o'clock we're going to have Jack Crow on for a full hour so he'll he'll be a footballish full hour tomorrow with Jack Crow and myself and I think that uh, that you will enjoy hearing Jack uh, speak. So um, I want to mention two or three things before hopefully we get some calls, and also I mentioned what Barry and I discussed yesterday. It's cold outside. It's going to get very cold. It's going to get dangerously cold. If you have animals, if you have dogs or cats or whatever, and or if you know of dogs or cats that are around where you are, at least put them in your garage. Uh, if you have a truck, then put them in the back of your truck in your garage. But be darn sure that those animals have a chance to not die because of the cold. Secondly, and I, I'm doing this today if you want to um, uh, think about this. If you have a coat that you are not wearing, that you're going to throw away, and I've got two or three, that you're never going to use. Find somebody who needs a coat. Now, don't don't just talk about it. Find somebody that needs a coat or somebody that, that you hear about on social media that wants a coat and take them the coat that you have because this is a dangerous, very, very cold. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be, it's going to be cold. And uh, if you've got a coat that you're never going to wear, and all of us do, then get that coat out and take it to somebody and do something good for somebody else. Um, I'm not going to go over the basketball games that are on tonight right now. We'll go over them in a little while. Um, But I'm not going to be able to go to the game tonight. I've got some sickness, uh, and i got the rest of my family who I give my tickets to when I can't go out of town. I've got two tickets to the Jackson State-Alabama game. It's at 6 o'clock. 
uh, I'll give somebody those two tickets. Now, I'm not giving you the two tickets to sell. I'm giving you the two tickets to go and see the game. If you've got, if you've got two kids that never seen an Alabama basketball game, two grandkids that never seen one, you have never seen one, then I will meet you. Joe knows where I live. And I will meet you at the bottom of the hill at, at Walmart and give you the two tickets and so that you can go to the game. So don't call you can call Joe, and we can get it worked out at a certain time today. You're more than welcome to have two tickets to the ball game tonight. I like that's a heck of an offer, to, Coach. I'd like to have somebody to come and sit in them. Uh, I got a situation tonight where I can't, I can't get there. I got too many problems going on tonight to to do that. So call give call give Joe a call. Tell him that you'll meet me uh, at the bottom of the hill at say Walmart. And I'll give you the two tickets, and you just promise me that you go to the game or you give them to one of the grandkids that wants to go that has never seen a basketball game. That's a heck of an offer. Coaches okay. got right. great seats, so somebody come on, t- come on and take advantage of that. All right. Uh, a little bit, not a whole lot happened last night, uh, but uh, Sonny Dykes was coach of the year and should have been from TCU. Uh, Connecticut moved up to number two in AP, if you like polls. I never have cared for them to the end of the year. But if you like polls, Connecticut is very, very good. Best team I've seen this year defensively. They really play hard. They're very good defensively. Uh, the Packers won. They beat the Rams 24-12 to last night. Uh, the Rams, uh, I think, won the Super Bowl last year. And so I think their opportunity to do that again uh, was by the wayside now that they got beat uh, uh, last night. Um you can have an opinion on whether the NCAA should have hired Charlie Baker, governor of Massachusetts. But if you want to talk about this, I hope you will call in. Barry and I had a discussion last night, yesterday, which, um, as we usually do. I'm on one side, he's on the other. And we'll, you'll hear Bryce and, and um, we'll, we'll, uh, in the second hour. But my feeling was that I'm glad they're going to play. Um, I don't know how that came about. I'm going to guess to you how it sort of did. If you are people listening to our show and you want uh, your kids or somebody to do a certain thing, you try to give them all the positives you can about why they should do that certain thing. And they, these guys got a lot of character, why they should do it and, and what would help them to do it. But you don't tell them to do it. You don't tell them to do it, but you try to put the positive part. I've done that a million times with my kids. You try to be darn sure that they they understand all the positives of doing this. And I think it's I think it's a positive. I know you're going to throw you're going to call talk about the negative of getting hurt, but I think it's a positive. Um, I think it's a positive for this year's team because I think they need it helps them to win. You know what tomorrow is? Let me tell you what. what yeah, let me tell you what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is signing date, Joe, signing date. Now, not everybody that's going to sign is going to sign tomorrow. But everybody that's going to start being able to sign and thinking through their signing, and I've been through this 38 years, how they think through their signing and how all the information that they get about their signing, and they don't pay attention to social media, but they know who's playing and who's not playing. Um, has an effect. And I think if you're going to keep your football team good, then that's what you need to do. Now, 
if you'll call Joe, none of you will, but if you'll call Joe and tell him that you feel like that uh, they, they should play, then you tell our listeners how you would play the quarterback. How would you play? Uh, would you play vice the whole the entire game? Probably not. Would you? What would you do if, if the score is fourteen and nothing in favor of Kansas State? But if you if you have a, if some if you have some thoughts on this, Barry's thoughts are the very opposite. He says that uh, you shouldn't; these guys shouldn't play for one by injury. Uh, defensively, the odds of you getting hurt defensively are, are not near as much as they are, they are offensively. Defensive guys uh, probably you know won't, won't won't hardly have any risk at all in one game, but they could. And offensively, uh, you know, naturally you you worry about that. But I think you need to, I need I think you need to have success in what you're doing. I'm going to talk to Kevin Skrabinski. It'll be the first question I ask him. Uh, if you want to call in uh, and talk to me about uh, what you what your feeling is, whether it be what I think or what I don't think, uh, we'd love to have you call. Well, in. Coach, what do you think about playing Bryce a couple series? You know, getting into that second quarter and then taking a timeout and letting let, let, letting him come off the field to a big old standing ovation. Is that what you would do? I mean, I think I think I would. I think I think I'd let him play three, four, five, three, four series. Try to get score him a couple touchdowns, and then and then you know as the offense is going out for their next series, call a timeout and let him get a whole big old standing ovation, and then sub in Jalen Milrow or or or, or Ty Simpson. Uh, I I don't think I would do it like that. I think I think I would more get get him in the game and get him playing well, and trying to get the score to where we you know we've got. 7, 14, 10, 10 points, and start off with, with without that. I, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't know that they would want. I, I, the idea was his mother and daddy would like that, but the idea is for for him to play. I, I would think that he would play uh, a quarter. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm just guessing. Somebody calls in. Right. We don't have any callers, so I guess nobody has an opinion. Well, we got we, but, we got we got two callers, Coach. I was just okay, waiting for right. you to kind of settle. All right, settle. Let's, let's go ahead and get the call. I appreciate him calling in. Get, yeah. get the callers. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to go ahead and take Bryce, and we'll take a break, and we'll get Tom on the other side, so we're not squeezed okay. up. So, Bryce, what's going on, man? You're all, you're on inside the locker room. Hey, Bryce. Morning. Oh, Aiden, uh, there you go. Perfect. Well, I I think Coach Saban and. Uh, and Will and Bryce will determine all of that. It, you know, uh, we sit here and talk about it, but they're going to do what they want to do. They're not going to ask none of us, you know. And I, well, and I agree with what you're saying, is, Coach. point is they're, they're playing the game to win it. Exactly. Uh, not, 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 to be, not to be waved at by the crowd, but to win it. And uh, uh, I, don't know, I don't know that you play them all four quarters, but I do think that you play them – get the game under control if you can and then cer- certainly you're going to play these other kids go ahead well i agree and and i and i admire them just shows you what caliber guys that, that they, they are you know they want to win the game and they're competitive you yeah. know they're not they're not being selfish that's what i what i like about that a lot of people can learn from the way these two are doing this well, Bryce, I think we're all in agreement that, that that they should do do what they want to, and that we're all proud of them doing what exactly. they want to. But, but but what would coach what would Coach Bryce tell them to do if you were if you were actually you know an influential figure? What would you tell them to do? Well, I would tell them, hey guys, Will and uh, Bryce 
I would like for y'all to play, but it's not my decision. It's left. I'm leaving it up to y'all. That's exactly well, what I was uh, what, what's happened here. What's happened here? Just what I told you. Uh, the, you know, they've they, they've given a guy. They've given a been given a positive effect that they will have on the team and on the future of Alabama football. And be, You're totally the right, sir. And they having the character that they have, they decided they would they would play. Now, yeah. It, it's uh, it's not going to be where a coach has said, now I'm going to play you thus this amount. He, he didn't say that to him. He's, he's going to start him, he's going to play him, and he's going, to, he's going to figure how the game is going and go from there. Right. Okay? Hey, Coach, I wouldn't want to be Jackson State tonight. I, I have a feeling that they're going to get something took out on them tonight. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the second hour. I can't. I, I'm going to talk basketball a little bit more. Basketball in the second hour. I understand, but, uh, but uh, okay. I got a window that I can talk to. That's why I brought that up, sure. Coach. Is well, Barry off this week? Barry is. Yeah, is, he's going to be gone this week. He sure is. All right. Well, I'll have Jack Crow on tomorrow, and he'll be really good. And I've got Philip here. Oh, I know. So. And Philip will be really. You good. You and him so. together. That's going to be a a, a fan. We're going to keep. We're going to keep him on football tomorrow for an hour. So that, oh, that'd be good. great. Okay. Hey, coach, All right, thanks. One thing Thank I want to bring. One thing I want to bring up. Uh, what's your? Did you like George Jones and Tamer Wynette? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, there's a there's something you need to see. It's, it's a mini series that they did about them. It's on Showtime. Okay. Uh, if you if you have Paramount Plus, you can pick it up on that too. They did okay. a mini series. It's like six parts to it. Okay, um, I might, I might tune in. I'm, I like John, George Jones. The only problem I hate with George Jones is his songs are too sad. Oh yeah, and that was <laughs> unfortunately it was about it's about their life, yeah. you know, and it shows in this thing, you know, because well, you know, Tammy, like, she grew up in Red Bay. I don't Bay. like, I don't like, nobody knows that, but I don't like sad stuff. Thanks, Bryce. Appreciate it. We got some. Uh, got appreciate Tom you, Coach. All Thanks right, so thank much, you. Bryce. Bye-bye. Bryce on the phone. Coach, let's take our breaks, so and we're not giving uh, squeezing Tom up. We'll, we'll take our break, and Tom will get to you on the other other side. As we okay. as we do that, let me pull up one of Barry's ads so, and make make Barry real happy here. Uh, that was bad preparation from my side. All right, uh, number number one, first and main condos. They got three bedroom, three and a half bath, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliance, all granite countertops, all electric and energy efficient, internet and direct TV provided for free. They got ten foot ceilings, large patios, and uh, with upper level re- river views. They're right on the river. Easy access to the river walker, gated properties with security cameras. They're located in historic downtown Northport, right next to City Cafe. Call First and Main Condos right now. Call them and mention that you heard about them on Inside the Locker Room and receive a very special offer. Call them at at 205-657-7465 or visit them online today at firstandmaincondos.com. We'll be back with more Inside the Locker Room right after this. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks or delays in the area. The roadways are wet this morning, so please slow down, drive carefully, and if you see conditions, just give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. Old man winter moves in tomorrow as the winter season officially begins, and he'll make his presence known quickly. Wind chill values Friday will be well below zero. 
hard freeze watch will be in effect Friday through Sunday, and a wind chill watch will be in effect Friday and Saturday. Make sure you safeguard people, pets, plants, and your pipes. This will be the coldest weather since 2018 in Alabama. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tax refund advanced loans at Jackson Hewitt. Up to 4500 bucks. Details at JacksonHewitt.com. Eligible clients can get up to $1,000 in December and up to... More coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cold and cloudy with some light rain at times today, the high 46. Tonight, gradual clearing below 37. Tomorrow, partially sunny and warmer, the high 56. Then for Thursday, becoming cloudy with a chance of rain by afternoon, the high at 53. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9. Girl, you taught me how to hurt real bad and cram myself to sleep. You had to do it to him, right, Aiden? Bring on some, some George Jones. At, no? That's uh, Dwight Yoakam, my friend. All right, well. It sounded sad, so I was just thinking it was, it was you're hearkening back to the last segment. Sounds like any other drunk on a bar school. Welcome back in inside the locker room. Coach Wim Sanderson hanging out with you guys. We're going to be talking to Kevin Skarbinski here in about 10, 15 minutes, and we'll have our friend Philip Pearson joining us in the second hour. Wanted to remind you that this, this hour has been brought to you by Great Southern Wood. If you don't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Coach, you want to head back out to the Great Southern Wood at Yellowwood Hotline and find our friend Tom on the hotline. Tom, what's going on? You're in with Coach hey, Wim Sanderson. Tom, Good morning. I'm glad you called. I appreciate it. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Joe. How are y'all this morning? I don't have, you know, when I get it by myself, I don't have many callers. They're all scared of me. <laughs> I call every day, Coach, no matter what. <laughs> uh, What's up? I enjoy the show, though, by the way. I, I Good, we, enjoy, we enjoy having you call. appreciate it. Well, I, I really do. The interaction's fun and uh and I enjoy it. But, uh, you know, you're exactly right. Uh, and Barry hates to hear anybody say that when, oh, when yeah. you make a comment. Because yeah. uh, it, especially if I say coach is exactly right, he gets all up in the air about it. But it's the truth uh, in this case with Will and uh, Bryce. And, I think it is. And, and what, what fool, what fool does uh, believe that Coach Saban don't want to win the game? Is sure there a fool out right, there right. in the United States of America yeah. that thinks that Coach Saban wants to go to New Orleans and lose? You know, you know, Tom. It, it, this, 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 as I mentioned, the signing date starts tomorrow. But that thing the, that right. doesn't mean everybody's going to sign tomorrow. It means everybody's thinking right. about what they're going to do for the next several days. And if you go into the the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the game and get your fanny beat. 
you're on, you're on a negative side. Right. And they might lo- they might lose anyway. I never I don't know for sure, but but I just think you got to be positive, and I think that's what the coach has done with him. He's tried to he's, he's tried to make it a positive well, atmosphere. Exactly what I wanted to get to. Now his desire is to win. The kids that's yeah. going to New Orleans will. They may not do everything you got to do to win, but they desire to win the game. I, I don't sure. care what anybody yeah. says. Yeah, and, and, and Coach Saban's no different from the players. And yeah. when Bryce and Will came in there and sit down, he he gave him gave them, uh, as you called it, and I agree with it, all the positives that could come from them playing true or false. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, and the reason he did is because he wants to win the game. And yep. if he can get his two best players to go along and play with him, he's going to give them all the good stuff about playing. What's wrong with that? I think. I agree. I, I just and, think, and, and I think you know, you lose right. two games the way they did, and, and everybody gets down on you real quick, you know, and, and there's a little bit of a negative feeling towards outbound football. Not bad, bad, but you know, disappointment should be right. negative. It, disappointment. And you don't you don't need any more of that. You need to win. We're the game. all in it to win. We're yeah, all right. in as a fan, as a coach, as a player. We're all in it to win. Sure. And uh, and and people all oh, nil transfer portal pro nfl blah blah blah. We're yeah. still in the game to win. That's right. That's right. And I, I agree. I think, I, I think coach did uh, probably. Now your guest coming on at seven thirty. He is. I, I don't get it. He thinks <laughs> that he has got to write something negative about Coach Saban to be relevant in yeah. the newspaper business. Yeah. What's wrong with him? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 oh, you don't like him. I don't like what he writes. I don't know him, but I don't like what he writes. Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to try to talk a little bit about that with him and see. I, I, I think you the biggest problem that we have – you know, if you're coaching the game, is that you, you? You know, you need to get the three quarterbacks in there. You need to get you know get Milrow in there, and then you need to get Ty Simpson in there. Some if you can when you're coaching the game. Okay, got all but, they got yeah. they got all the fourth quarter programs going to start here in a little while. Yeah, that's right. They got the that's whole right. spring. If they that's can right. play football, if they are any good at all. Spring and summer, they'll be ready to go when fall comes. Well, when, I, when, Bar- when Barry called, when Barry calls me today, he won't tell me you were on my side. <laughs> I do that. Do that. What he gets back, we'll skinny. Okay. Then thank you. I, pre- I, I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> That's Tom on a hotline. So, Coach, let's talk about what that might look like. You, you talk about Coach uh, Coach Saban talking about all the positives, you, and, and we're going to hear from Bryce and Will here in the second hour, and they'll explain their their thought process. But let's just talk about what, what, what that might have looked like. If I'm Bryce Young and I say, Coach, I'm thinking about uh, what I want to do for the Sugar Bowl, I, I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, what, 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 you, what, what are your thoughts, Coach? What, what, what do you well, you've been, you know, first of all, you're captain of the team. And you're, you know, you want to stay captain of the team. You, you don't want to attack captain of your teams. And I hope you guys feel this way. I, I think you do. You're, you're directing to this to both of them. You've been selected captain. It's always been that the captain stay with us. And I'm hopefully you will. The game, the game is important to you, and it's important. You, know, you can get hurt. You can get hurt walking across the street. Uh, the game's important, and. Um, 
you know, I, I feel like that that uh, the NBA, uh, the NFL, looks at mental mental more than anything in the world. Now they look at physical, but the but the NFL, whew, boy, do they look at they look at mental, and they they drop guys down if they don't feel like they're now. This is not going to mean that they're mentally bad because they don't play. It just means that that uh, they're really great kids that. They're they're as good as we think they are, and so their their stock is going to be high, and so I I just think that you show them the positives, and I think that I think they wanted to play to start with, but I think also the head coach can give us some thoughts they haven't thought about, but I I really think that when he got both of them in there, and we'll hear it the second hour that that they really wanted to play to start with, but maybe they weren't quite sure. You think um, you think Coach Saban might have had a talk with Bryce saying, "Okay, you, I, I love to have you back in playing, but I really need to get some time in. Really need to get some snaps in for Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson. Also, are you going to be okay with that?" No, game? I don't think he. I don't think he talks about how the game's going to be played. I think he wants to win the game. I think that'll help him. Kansas State's going to be hard. Kansas State, uh, from a mental standpoint, they got good players, and uh, they're 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 going to be mentally ready to play, and they, you know they nobody opted out. The biggest problem that you have, and you correct me on this, you know more about it than I do, is that the wideouts are really not there that not there to to help you know to help win as much as we would need them, and the offensive line is. I would assume slightly depleted. You know more about that than I do. Yeah, slightly depleted right. for both for both position groups. Yeah, yes. yes. And so those two situations make it a little bit tougher for for you to to win the game. And um, so they're going to practice hard. They're going to practice well. Uh, and I think I think they'll I think they'll will be ready to play. But I do do think if the opportunity comes for these other kids to play, great. If you know if it's a if it's a twenty one twenty one game, and they're going in you know a fourth quarter, they they may not put them in. I don't have any idea, but uh, you know I, I have a lot of respect for for Coach Saban. I've been around him a lot. He, he uses his head well, and he's able to he's able to portray in his press conferences what he wants to say, and leave out things he doesn't want to say. And he does the best job of that of anybody. I don't know how much time we got before the bottom of the yeah, hour. The, uh, uh, you, uh, you you landed us right in the right place, Coach. I was about to hit. I it. want to mention. I want to mention. We're still. I want to mention. Uh, go ahead, mention the Constant Companion Please. Animal Hospital, one fifty Narrows Drive on two eighty. It's two zero five six three five zero three one three. Fifty percent off if you would. If you they would you tell them that you heard it on our show. Uh, I know. Dr. Foster real well, and they do a great job out there. So if you have an opportunity to go out there, uh, I've already mentioned about keeping your pets uh, out of the cold. Be, be sure and do that, please. Get get them in a truck. Uh, if you got a truck, and put them in the in, in the garage, if nothing else. If you can't put them in your house, so do that and be darn sure that they're fed a little bit. 
that's it. Thank you. Absolutely. And I echo that. Take care of the animals that, that, that help us get through each and every day. And as we head to our break, I want to also mention two men in a truck. Two men in a truck over at 1330 Martin Road, east in Northport, Alabama. They'll help you with your boxing, packing supplies, anything you need to make your move smooth. Two men in a truck will be there for you. Call them today at 205-247-5050. That's two men in a truck. Movers who care. Kevin Skarbinski is coming up next. We'll talk to him about all kinds of things. Transfer portal, opt out Bryson Will coming back and he, and uh, even Hugh Freeze making a lot of headway on the recruiting trail. This is Inside the Locker Room. We'll be right back on Tide 100.9. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama men's basketball team fell to number nine in this week's AP poll. Alabama forward Brandon Miller has been named the SEC Freshman of the Week. Javion Cohen and Kyrie Jackson have both announced their transfer destinations. Former Alabama running back Derrick Henry made NFL history on Sunday. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, but we do see some stop-and-go traffic in the construction zone on McFarland and Northport. Everything else looks pretty good. The roadways are wet, so slow down and be careful. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Dell Technologies' days of deals for business start now with fresh, limited-quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops. Tim Sanderson and Joe Gaither hanging out with you guys for the next hour and change. It's our pleasure now to go out to the Yellowwood Hotline and find our friend Kevin Skarpinski. Kevin, good morning. You're in with Coach Wim Sanderson today. I hope you're having a great day. Hey, Kevin. How you I doing? Am. Good morning. I'm good, Wim. Hey. Good morning, Joe. I appreciate you being on as always. Um, I um, I'm wondering. I, I, I have said Barry took take an opposite approach from me. I have said that I felt like that. That Coach Saban did uh, uh, in with Will and and Bryce talked to him. Didn't tell him what to do, but but talked about the positives to the point that that they had a, that they felt like with being the captains and so forth. That uh, you know, a lot of times you'll tell your kids things that you want them you want them to think about, trying to get them to do it without telling them to do it. 
And I think that's how it came down. I don't know if that's right. Your opinion on that. Well, ideally, when, you know, like you said, even with your children, you want them to get to a point where you just present the pros and the cons uh, of a of an important decision and feel confident that you have raised them so well that they will make the right decision that you but you don't make the decision for them yeah. you give them the information that they need right. to make that's that decision and, and let's yeah. let's be honest and this is this is one of the things that stands out about those two young men they are they're built different yeah. they they have a different and i mean that in a incredibly positive way yeah. they are incredibly individual incredibly talented as individuals but they are team first guys. Yeah. You could hear it. I go back to last July media days in Atlanta, talk to both guys and they are so, it's just, it was so refreshing to, to be around them and hear them talk about the team and hear Bryce talk about, yeah, NIL is great. And it, and it's very nice and it's helpful to him and his family, but always make sure you put, put the first thing first and that's the team and that's the game and and will anderson was more excited talking about dallas turner than about himself uh at, at media days so those guys are different they're winners they're leaders and they're champions and so i don't think nick saban had to i get the sense from what from what will and bryce said yesterday i get the sense he didn't have to do a lot of Good. uh persuasion i really do i just think i think they're the kind of guys that you want in your program because they set an incredible example for everyone else you know you know kevin you know we sit back and watch the games and then talk about it but it's a hard game to coach and i'll I'll tell you why it's a hard game to coach you you got you got signing day tomorrow which signing that doesn't mean everybody's going to sign tomorrow it's going to be a week but you need you need to stay positive with your team and, and you need it would help you to win the game. You also need to play some, you know, play some other people. You've got a depleted team somewhat in the offensive line. You've got wideouts who are not as good as, as in the past. I think if you get down and you say, Wimp, you or Kevin's got to coach the game, I think I'd say to you, if I was your assistant, Kevin, this is going to be a darn hard game to coach. If the score is, if the score is 14 to 14 to 8, uh, do I do I keep how do I coach this game with my with my star players, my quarterback? Don't you think it's difficult? This is um, yes. That's why bowl games now they're they're almost dinosaurs. Yeah, because you didn't have any of this back in the day. You didn't have this kind of player movement back in the day. You didn't have signing day in this <laughs> before you played yeah. a bowl game back yeah, in the right. day. Yeah, you know you have all of these factors that are about the future, but your season isn't over. Yeah. You know, you have another game to play. So how do you approach it? How do, yeah, you, it's really a juggling act. It's a hard game to coach, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, how, how do you coach it with the yeah. balance of are you finishing up 2022? Uh, and from an Alabama perspective, are you finishing up 2022 from uh, in, in, on a good note, or, or are you going ahead and starting on 2023? That's a great question, and the answer is uh, yes, no, maybe on, on both, right? Because you're yeah, trying, you're really trying to do both. You're, you're trying to, to 
You're trying to finish out. Look, if you're if you are if you walk onto a sideline and your team is in uniform and there's another team in a different color uniform on the other side and there's a scoreboard, you want to win. Yes. Right. You play to win. And so that is always important. It should be important and it should be considered important to the players on this team. Because not all the players on this team are going to be on next year's team. You've got seniors who this is, or juniors who are going to turn pro, like like Will and Bryce, and they haven't announced that, but uh, uh, you know it's almost certain that they will before the, the January deadline. Uh, but this is their last game in an Alabama uniform, and they don't want their last memory to be a loss. Right. They just don't. But you also have the responsibility as a coach to look out for the overall good of the program, and you have next year to look forward to, so it certainly would be advantageous if you can get some guys who who aren't playing as prominent a role this year, but you will need to step up next year if you can get them some important snaps under the lights, you know, with the game on the line. So, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it, it. Remember, it used to be just uh, in a lot of cases a bowl was uh, it was a reward and it should be a reward for a good season. And there's a lot of fun stuff that players get to do. But it still is a game, and, and so I don't know. It's It just makes – you know, we say this all the time. It is harder than ever to be a college football coach. Yeah, I don't want to coach it. I don't want to coach it because, I, 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 you know, it's, it's difficult. Talk a little bit about the articles that you've written in the past, just recently on, on, on the Saban situation in Alabama. I think it's interesting. People may want to go back and read it. Yeah, well, yeah, I've written a couple, and in one, you know, the most recent one was about was about the the Will Anderson and Bryce Young decision. Yeah, and and I found it interesting in there, and that, and I mentioned this in there that there have been some people, and I I've heard I heard some former players, one of them a former Alabama player, Marvin Constant, suggest that Nick Saban should have told them no, should have said guys. You know, you, you've done a great job for us, but you have too much on the line. You don't need to play in this game. That sounds like it's not in your best interest. It's not in your best interest. And look, from a pure business standpoint, that's probably right. It's probably not in their best interest to play this game. The risk of, of a catastrophic injury is, is, is that worth uh, the reward of winning one more game in an Alabama uniform, being with your teammates one more time. And again, if you are a cold eyed, <laughs> clear eyed, cold hearted business person, you would look at that and say, no, it's not worth it. Yeah. But I, st- but I still believe guys and maybe I'm old fashioned. And I, I, I think you certainly are wimp, you know, it's still a game and it's still the team matters and in and intangibles matter being with your teammates should matter. You should want to play one more game with those guys. If if sure. it's been a good experience and it clearly has for both of them, then man, I don't want to lose that. I'm not ready. I, I if I can get one more, you know, I, I could go back to, I can go, and this is going to sound silly maybe to some people. I wish I could coach one more game with the 15 year olds that I coached on our travel baseball team, the Hot Corner Scorpions. I wish I could go back in time and coach one more game with those kids because we had the kids, the families, we developed great friendships. We did, we did it for five years and we didn't have the same folks with us all five years, but we had a core that was, and those are some of the best memories of my life. And I wish I could go back one more time 
and coach a, a tournament with those guys. And so that that still should matter in sports. So that so I that's why I I I disagree with the idea that you should tell them no or that and somebody suggested that that Nick Saban was a hypocrite because he always says if you're a first round draft choice you should go. If you're a junior facing that decision whether to come back for another season or turn pro, but if you're a first rounder you got to go. It's in your best interest you should go. It's not in his best interest or Alabama's necessary. They'd love to have those guys back for another year. But you can't tell them, oh, look, you need to, you know, guys, please come back. You, no, that's not fair to them. And that's not right. And he does. Yeah. He's been very vocal about that. He always tells guys that. So is this, there's, so again, there's a line of thinking that he should have done that in this case. But I, I don't think there, that's an exact parallel. I'm sorry. Go ahead, coach. I will say this. I uh, never had or talk about it much. But I would imagine that Dr. Pepper said, uh, you know, the money, you know, we're hoping that you'll play. <laughs> I don't know if they said that, but I got that feeling that he he kind of had that indicated to him. Coach, you're going to see you're going to see a, a, a Will Anderson and Bryce Young commercial before the game saying, "Welcome to the All-State Sugar Bowl. We all got All-State for our insurance." Okay. All right. There's money. Yeah. Right there, I mean, and, and, and that's hey, and they can do that, right? I mean, Bryce. Sure. Hey, those those Dr. Pepper commercials with, with Bryce have been really. He he ain't no ten ways about quite, all those quite, kids. A, quite a good actor. I gotta say, he's a pretty good. He's a pretty good actor <laughs> in those brief uh, yeah. spots that he does They're in my the Fanville commercial. You know, we forget. Yeah, we, we forget does, the he does, NIL. The, he does the villain turn. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, back back in my day, Coach Bryant would die if he thought about that NIL. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, the guy's got, he's going to play this. I don't. I'm not knowing this, but I'm guessing that Dr. Pepper says to somebody, uh, "Well, I hope you'll play." I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Bryce, I hope you'll play. <laughs> you know, so if Dr. Pepper wants me to play, and Dr. Pepper's paying me big bucks, and now Joe says that they're going to welcome everybody to the Sugar Bowl and get paid for it. Oh, that's just uh, a guess, Coach. That's just a guess, okay. and then all oh, state. I know, but it's a different world. Anyway, like that, it's a different world. So. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's something we don't. Sometimes we just don't think about that. Uh, now that the money is there, um, you know, not only do you recruit a player, but you have to re-recruit them to keep them. <laughs> not not those. Yeah, guys, but uh, <laughs> it, it makes it, it makes it a booger bear. Um, it does, and it and then Wimp, let me just let me just mention another sure. column I wrote that's gotten a lot of uh, sure uh, commentary and feedback, and that was a week ago after Alabama basketball moved up to number four. After beating number one Houston, right. and that was the first time first time in the Nick Saban era that Alabama basketball has been ranked higher than Alabama football <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Right. And and I said, look, there's a lot of challenges now to Nick Saban from outside. Uh, and I, when I say challenges, I mean things that would motivate him to to get back, you know again get back to that elite. You know, they've slipped slightly, ever so slightly. Where they were fifth instead of fourth in the in the playoff poll, <laughs> so he 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 is working to correct the things that need to be corrected, so they get back in the playoff next year and years at, at, after that. But Alabama well, basketball obviously has made great progress under Nate Oates, and and I love what Nate Oates said because people always ask, is, is you know Alabama's a football school, right? Is Alabama now a basketball school? And Nate Oates said, we're trying to be a championship school. I thought that was a perfect answer to that question. Yeah, I, I think it probably was. It, it's just, um, 
it's a deal where when you've got the signing date the way you have it, it's, out, it's out of, not not a good place for it. You just need to keep your football team as positive as you keep, and that's that's the whole story of the whole thing. So, and that's what that's what uh, that's what coaches tried to do. Um, on on the other side at Auburn, um, I had thought all along that they hired the right guy. I, I had a, a feeling behind the scenes that they were going to hire him, and I, I and I, I say this because of his ability to work hard at recruiting. Ooh, they're heating up, coach. Uh, uh, I, th- I think that I think one thing that happens here is that you recruit, you recruit the, the transfer portal, mm. but you also recruit high school kids, and it's a combination of both. And, and Auburn needs numbers, and I think he would give you, he will work, he would work harder with with the assistants in recruiting than Lane than Lane would. Your comments on that? Uh, you may be right about that, Wimp, and it, and it does appear from commitments they've gotten that and guys that they're in on that they have made a big step forward. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, certainly there's, it's night and day. Yeah. Uh, you phrases, uh, involvement and enthusiasm for recruiting as opposed to Brian Harson. Yep. There, there's no, there's no question about that. No, and and I don't care how good your assistants are as recruiters. Uh, if the head coach said, you got to go time, with them. Yeah. You got to go. With yes. Them. If you're not, you can't sit back in your office and expect that your your assistants will go out there and bring in the best possible class that your program can bring in. It doesn't work that way. Nick Saban has proved it. Kirby Smart has proved it. And we can go on and on with uh, one example after another. They got a guy in there that understands. Brian Harson never seemed to get it. It's about recruiting. You know, if you put your top ten. You put your top ten priorities as a head coach. The first five are recruiting, yeah. <laughs> at least, right? Uh, yeah. It's got to every day, every single day. You've got to do something, and I don't care if it's January first, April first, July first. You've got to be doing something to recruit every day. You do, yeah. I, yeah and I and you freeze understands that, and that, and yeah. he he's because he's done it, and he's done it well. And it looks like that they're that they're off to a good start. They're still they still got a long way to go to catch up, though. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, sure they do. But the, the assistant coaches, you know, you can't sit back at your office as the head coach. Uh, I didn't, and and uh, expect your assistant coaches not to have the head coach there and work hard at it. Cause I, I know it's easy to to look at the transfer portal and find out some things about these guys, but. You know there are there are good players that, and sometimes I think the one thing the new rule has hurt people is hurt. It's hurt some recruiting high school seniors. It has in basketball. Yeah. It has in football. They've overlooked them. Their numbers have gotten messed up. Messed up. Yeah. And the other factor yeah. too is it bothers me is that if you decide that you're going to go to the transfer portal and you hear you're going to get some money and you don't, you might not go back. And they may not may not be allowed to go back. Then they're gonna then they're gonna take you back, and yeah. the kids are gonna lose scholarships rather than keep them. And, and to me, that bothers me. I don't I don't like that. So yeah, it's, uh, because that's, that's you know, and I think I think when I'm glad you said that because I think people I think fans sometimes lose sight of that. But one do. of the reasons that you that you did what you did and coaches do what they do is really it is about giving kids opportunities to go to college. And, and and people think it's all about basketball or football, whatever sport they play, especially when they play it at a high level like Alabama. But 
you don't. I mean, think about what it means for a young man, especially if they're the first person in their family to go to college. That means something, yeah. and it means something whether you're the starting quarterback or whether you're the you're a scout team linebacker, who may never get in more time. He may get in on special teams. Maybe he doesn't, but you get to, you get that college experience, and that college experience, in many ways, inside and outside the classroom, is invaluable. You can, it, it is it is very valuable. It means something to your future, and you are you're right. You're right. People are, are are not getting those opportunities. And not one factor that we didn't mention is the COVID, the extra COVID year that everybody got. Yeah. And so now, for example, Bo Nix is coming back to Oregon. Sure. This will be his fifth. He has been. He has played four years, and with the exception of his junior year when he got hurt near the end of the season and missed the last several games, he's played basically four full years of college football. He's coming back for a fifth full year of college football. And that's just one example. And so that's taking opportunities away from high school players. Well, uh, I just think that if kids, either if they don't have parents that understand, they've got a high school coach that understands. They've got somebody, maybe, hopefully, that understands that that you think that everybody really wants you until you get ready to go and they decide they don't want you. They found somebody better. Mm-hmm. And that is the, yeah. that's, that's the big deal. You know, you, you always think you, you always think that you you are better than you really are, because <laughs> your mother told you how good you were, and often and you're it's because your parents you. are telling you that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you always think that you're better than you really are, and then when you yeah. have told your coach that you're leaving, he's 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 mad at you, he's disgusted with you, he's not, he's at a point yeah. he's not going to try to get you back, and then you go and yeah. the other school is going to take it, decides they don't want you, they found somebody better. And I think that's a killer. Yeah. I, I think that's a killer. I just disappoint. Yeah, that's the thing. And you know, Wimp, that's always been the case because when you're recruiting, you're always trying to recruit someone better than you know than the guys you got, yeah. or, or or as good as because you want. To, first of all, you want competition on your team. You want guys to compete for spots. You don't want guys to get complacent. You want them to have to work to improve because if they improve as individuals, it's going to improve your team. So you've always had that possibility. Hey, I, you're, uh, I'm, a, I'm a running back, but they might—they're—they're going to sign more running backs. Yeah. So I got to work to keep my spot. But now they're—they're they're not only looking for the next you or a better you in the high school in the high schools. They're looking for that person right now who's already played college football, who who may be looking for who has maybe developed at a uh, lower level and has proven that he's ready for for the uh, the big lights the bright lights in the big city, so to speak. And so now, now they're trying to recruit over you from the college ranks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing that that's changed and uh, makes it more difficult. We say it's more difficult for coaches in many ways. It's more difficult for players as well. And that's, that's one example. Well, I, uh, I appreciate uh, you being on every Tuesday and uh, hope you have a good Christmas. We'll, we'll do it again next Tuesday. We'll be off on Monday, but we'll do it on Tuesday. And I hope you and your family have a good Christmas and, Appreciate everything you can do to be on our show. Absolutely. Kevin, do you want well, to tell us about uh, Coach Safely before you get out of here? Yeah, thank I'm you, sorry. of course. I, that I do. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. And, uh, yes, I hope everyone will go to CoachSafely.org. Uh, we are rapidly moving towards January, and, you know, parents will be signing their children up to play baseball and softball and, and you know, in the spring. And <clears> it's it's great to see kids playing sports. We want them to keep – we want to keep them safe. 
We want their coaches to know what to do when they get hurt. And the, the easy way to do that is taking the coach safely course of injury recognition and prevention. It only takes an hour or so to take. It's online. And thanks to so many generous people in this state, including the state legislature, uh, you don't have to pay a penny. Uh, that course comes at no cost to you as an individual or to your organization, your league, your local league. So go to coachsafely.org, check it out. And, hey, parents can take the course, too. We've had a parent who helped save her daughter's life. And you can read the story on coachsafely.org uh, because she took the course. And she knew what to do when her, when her daughter at home was swinging from a vine and hit her head. Mm-hmm. And she ended up needing emergency surgery. But the mom knew, thought she might have a concussion. So they took her to the hospital, and thank goodness they did because they had to be rushed to Birmingham mm. to Children's for emergency surgery. And that little girl is happy and healthy today Good. because her mom knew what to do because she took the Code Safely course. So I hope everyone will do that. CodeSafely.org. Guys, have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, I always uh, this has been fun for this is fun for me every Tuesday to visit with you. And I hope all your listeners have a fantastic Christmas as well. Kevin, Thanks thank you Kevin. so much. Right. Thank yep. you. Thank you, guys. That's Kevin Skarbinski, and we always appreciate him joining us each and every day, or each and every, excuse me, each and every Tuesday, each and every Tuesday uh, on, the, on the Yellowwood Hotline. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our top of the hour break, Coach. Uh, when we come back, we'll go ahead and have you hooked up with Philip Pearson, and we'll get you guys uh, going on some basketball talk. We will hear from Bryce Young. Uh, he's going to explain his decision to opt in, and Will Anderson as well explain their decisions to opt in for the Sugar Bowl. Uh, we're going to do all that in the second hour. We're going to want to say a big thanks to Yellowwood for sponsoring this uh, this. this first hour uh if, they, if you uh they, they can help you with your outdoor needs your deck your fence anything that you need for uh, build building supplies go to yellowwood.com uh for, for all your your uh, your outdoor needs we thank them for sponsoring hour one of the program hour two coming up next with wimp sanderson and philip pearson right here on inside the locker room on tide 100.9 tide 100.9 traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got wet roads, and that means wrecks. We got a wreck on 82 eastbound at Bear Creek Road involving an overturned vehicle, and another on McFarland eastbound at the ramp onto Jack Warner Parkway. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Tax refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt. Up to 4500 bucks. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Eligible clients can get up to $1,000 in December and up to- Tomorrow, partially sunny and warmer, the high 56. And for Thursday, becoming cloudy with a chance of rain by afternoon, the high at 53. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got wet roads, and that means wrecks. We got a wreck on 82 eastbound at Bear Creek Road involving an overturned vehicle, and another on McFarland eastbound at the ramp onto Jack Warner Parkway. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. 
road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can meeting on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back in to Inside the Locker Room on a rainy Tuesday morning. I hope you and yours are safe getting it out and about today. Coach Wim Sanderson and Joe Gaither hanging out with you guys for another hour. We want to thank Kevin Skarbinski for joining us in the last hour. As we open up hour number two, we want to thank Alabama One for Credit Union for uh, for sponsoring the program. Alabama One, you can get by there today, open up your checking account, apply for a loan, or handle all your banking needs. Visit them online at alabamaone.org. And we appreciate Mike. Uh, we appreciate Mike coming on uh, each and every uh, each and every Friday for joining us for the Alabama One segment. Coach, uh, as we open up hour number two, we had Phil, uh, we we had uh, Kevin Skarbinski in the first hour. It's our pleasure to go out to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline and welcome in our friend and and your former player, Coach Philip Pearson. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Coach P Pearson as he's coaching as assistant coach for the UAB Blazers, the nine and two UAB Blazers. Good morning, Coach Pearson. How are we doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good, very good, Coach. Let me turn it over to you. I appreciate uh, I appreciate Philip being on. He's uh, of course played for me at Alabama, and uh, most of you have forgotten, but Philip uh, was the head coach at Alabama when uh, Mark Godfrey resigned. Uh, Philip took the job and did a really did a terrific job. I thought, uh, of, you know, in a very tough situation, uh, switching coaches in the middle of the year is not easy to do, and he he did a good job with it. We've been tickled death that he came to Alabama and he and I have been friends on and off the court for a long time. You you doing okay? Yeah, thanks coach. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm okay. Um tell tell our listeners a little bit maybe how difficult it is to keep your your basketball team ready to go during the season. And you know, I look at the SEC and uh, their first conference game uh, Philip is the 28th of December. So, crap, that means you're going to have to practice on 25th. Um, you're going to have to, you know, it, it, it makes it difficult morale-wise. Uh, I never will forget the years, the 12 years I had the job, I didn't want, I didn't want my kids to miss miss Christmas. And so, I, I can't remember if you were playing with me that year or not. We went to Hawaii to play, and I told them before the season started, now let me tell you something. Christmas Eve, we're going to have to leave for Hawaii. So you, you go ahead and get mad now. You know, you're tickled to go to Hawaii, but you're also disappointed you're not going to be at home Christmas Eve. So you're going to have to have yeah. Christmas Eve in no time. And um, it makes it difficult to really schedule your games and then play your games during that time. Yeah, no no doubt. I was on that team, Coach. I, I remember it well. Uh, I about to do my freshman or sophomore year. Were you but, mad yeah, at him? <laughs> well, we no, we won, so we were having a good time out on the beach. But uh, no, I, I just you know, in general, coach, I tell people all the time, just you know, friends or you know, friends I've got that may be a you know, baseball coach, a football coach, or something. You know, it's 
basketball, that's one of the toughest things of being a basketball player or, you know, coach. This is my 34th year of, of playing and coaching. And, you know, it's Christmas, man. It's, it's two or three days, three or four days. If you're, if you're lucky and, uh, you know, I have spent a Christmas day as coach mentioned in Hawaii. I know I've spent one in Puerto Rico. I've spent Thanksgiving all over America, <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving day. I mean, I didn't even begin to tell you all the places I've spent. So that, that is a, uh, a tougher thing to do, but, you know, specific to, to the team and the schedule coach, of course, you were, you were one of the best at this of, you know, kind of knowing when guys are going to be low, you got to work them hard and, you know, vice versa and, and, and understanding the, just the highs and lows of, of, uh, of playing, understanding the crowds, how they're going to react, all those kind of things. And so, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, you try to play an easier game, uh, before Christmas, you know, I, Sometimes in Alabama, when I was coaching, you know, we kind of went the other way, which was okay. I think we may have played Wisconsin one year, maybe Xavier one year when I was down in Tuscaloosa. Or you have a big game that you know your guys are going to be ready for. But it's those it's those in between games that that scare you to death. Um, you know, a team that can beat you, and you're worried your guys may not be ready to play. Their minds on uh, the flight they got to catch. Their minds on the present they're getting for their girlfriend. What their parents going to give them for Christmas? All those things. Seeing their friends at home, all those kind of things. Um, so it's a it's a it's a worrisome game from a coaching standpoint. And our game this year, coach. I know you and I have talked about it uh, privately, but we've got a conference game. And uh, of course, a lot of people, whether it's ACC, SEC, Conference USA, uh, as these conferences grow. Uh, the number of games, number of league games grows. And so you're trying to squeeze these games in. So now you're seeing games, you know, in December prior to Christmas. I know we've already seen them in, that is insane. in the ACC. <laughs> yeah. You got a non-conference game. In- I'm looking at Charlotte on Thursday, a, a conference game started b- b- before Christmas. Unbelievable. Before yeah. before we and, talk about, yeah. Go ahead. Go. Before, uh, before we talk about UAB, I want to talk about them in a minute. I looked last night because I didn't really have anything else to do. Look at the schedule that coaches try to make before they play in the league. Now they they need to play some tough teams and and they need to win some games as well. Um, of the fourteen teams, of the fourteen teams in the league, uh, not counting the, the, the next two or three games they're going, or a couple of games they're going to play before the conference starts, they played eighty four home games. They played. Uh, they played fifty games on neutral courts. They've only played eighteen. <laughs> the fourteen teams have only played eighteen road games, where I, I go to your place and play. And uh, that the the only two teams with bad records right now, losing records, are Vanderbilt, South Carolina. So coaches are careful. You may want to comment on this before we talk about UAB stuff. Coaches are careful to be darn sure that they, that they, yes, and I'll say here, admit Alabama's got the toughest schedule. They got, you know, I won't argue that they they play the toughest schedule, but you want also to play some people that that you get a win from, and that, and that's by these figures I've just given. That's what that's what coaches do. It y'all probably do it in your league too. Well, there's no doubt about that, coach, and and uh, you know I know that. You did a really good job of it in the past, and other places I've been. You, you know, you study, you know, your team, and you've got an idea in your mind. Hey, boy, if we can, if we can get to the non-conference, no worse than nine and two. If we can get to the non-conference with 
only one loss. We're we're in you know good yeah. position to make the tournament. Those kind of things. And what happens now? And I know you're you're already thinking before I say it, but but now if you're that coach at you know at a big SEC school, at a big ACC school, where you're you know you really have good control of your schedule, um, but you're a little bit nervous about your team. Why are you nervous about your team? Because you don't know who's going to be on your team. Because you have some guys leave. You're trying to go in there and get a transfer guy to come in there. Or are you going to you know get the guy that's going to be really good? The guy going to come in not be quite as good as you think. So. So you're not in this day and time. You're not as as uh, as sure, as certain, as confident yeah. about your team uh, now as you would have been five years ago, or certainly 25 years ago. Uh, so it's a, it's a little bit of a crapshoot. Of course, you know as we all know, uh, you know we're all trying to win games, and if you don't win enough, they'll they'll find somebody else. So coaches like to win games. So that's like what'd you say? 84 games at home. <laughs> uh, yeah, they played. Uh, yeah, yeah 80, 84 games at home. Yeah. And they yeah, played so on, on the other on the other team. You know, we had a we had uh, um, the teams I thought were going to be the best teams in the league, and, and they're going to lose some games the other night. You know, all of them lost. Auburn lost at Southern Cal. You know, played on their home court, and Kentucky lost at UCLA, and and uh, of course Alabama was on the neutral court when they they got beat, and Arkansas uh, Arkansas didn't play, but Tennessee goes to goes to uh, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, Arizona shoots twenty four for twenty seven free throws, and yeah. I think uh, <laughs> you know, we've been, we've been down that route too. Better not getting that into that, but uh, it's uh, <laughs> you know it's difficult. It's difficult. It, there's no doubt, and it's it's fascinating, really, Coach. I mean, because you you have coaches that are uh, you know really established. Rick Barnes, you know, hey, he's got a good team. He's had a great run at Tennessee. He he's not worried about anything. If he goes out there and takes a loss, his program can withstand it. He can withstand it as a head coach. Uh, there's some other guys that are not in that position. Some no, other guys may be in a little more difficult is. circumstances. And so I'm going to schedule a certain way uh, for next year. If I'm if I'm that guy who's in the you know fourth or fifth year of a deal and and it hadn't gone quite as good as I wanted to go. So uh, it's really fascinating to sit back and 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 look at it and uh, you know do some studies. It's like you're you're saying you did last night. Uh, UAB, talk a little bit about UAB. What y'all try to do to keep your guys conditioned, but also happy uh, about the, the looking at the transfer port about the recruiting part, a whole thing. Yeah, well, you know, coach, we we're kind of in that. I don't know if it's a sweet spot, but it's 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 kind of tough. But so far, we've we've kind of you know hit it hit it pretty good, I guess, pretty well for for what we're trying to do. Uh, we we had some good transfers come in here. We had Mike Ertle and Quan Jackson uh, uh, that come to mind that first year. Trey Jemison was a big local kid that, from Birmingham that came from Clemson. So really those three guys uh, in year number one and year number two, uh, Ertle and Jackson uh, have, have moved on. We've still got Trey here in his fifth year. But then we brought in a new group of, of guys last year, five more uh, Division One transfers. You mentioned, uh, you know, keeping them happy. One thing we did this year, and I think most of most everybody knows, but you're allowed 13 guys on scholarship, so you can have a total of 13 players on your on your roster. Uh, we went with 12 this year, and part of it was we felt pretty good about the 12 we had. We had some older guys that are used to playing, guys that want to play, and then we thought we'd leave that open scholarship just in the event. 
um, that right here, right around this time, that a transfer were to become available, not everybody will have a scholarship available, but but UAB would. So, uh, you know, we're out always, you know, got our eyes open, got our ears open, working the phones a little bit, keep an eye on Twitter, so forth and so on, um, you know, to, to learn of a possible transfer at this point in time. But, uh, you know, we've got those 12 guys on our team this year, and, uh, you know, you're certainly not naive, and neither, neither am I. I'm not, you know, I'm sure when all 12 of them talk to their moms and daddy, they all ain't all ain't happy about how much time they're getting or how many shots they're yeah. getting. But, um, you know, that's kind of the way it goes. But, but uh, you know, playing playing well enough to, to you know, win games were 8-2 and, two and, and uh, you know, not, not satisfied, but, but fairly happy about where we, where we are. We had a, a game at West Virginia, uh, eight or 10 days, eight or 10 days ago that we knew was going to be tough. And, uh, we lost a, I think 10 or 11 point game up there. And, uh, we had a neutral game with Toledo, who's got a really good team. And, and, uh, you know, we had a lead at the half up in Philadelphia here about a month or so ago. And, and I uh, didn't play well in the second half. They've got a really good team offensively, uh, speaking especially. And, and they beat us. Um, so, uh, anyway, we're eight and two and, and, uh, you know, got, got, uh, Charlotte rolling in here on Thursday night. Do you spend, do you spend, uh, every day, your staff, the whole staff looking at the transfer portal? Uh, you know, I don't know that we just spend every waking minute looking at it, but what they have coach is, is, uh, there's a couple of, couple of, uh, sites, uh, websites and some, you know, folks on Twitter that I think they do. And so, uh, you know, we we know two or three places where if a guy's going in the portal, you're gonna you know you're gonna know it. And gotta be a little bit careful. Sometimes there's kind of some you know rumors and innuendo out there. This guy may do this. This guy may do that. Kind of thing. And and you gotta be careful to to be sure that the guy's in that portal. You know, before you before you jump on it, before you start making calls. Um, but yeah, when a guy goes in, we we know, and you know, it's easy to research him. I, I did one yesterday. Um, uh, I don't think he's in there yet, but, but just somebody I'd heard about. And so I, I pulled up his stats and, and uh, then there's another program coach called, called Synergy. And it's a, it's a video program that, you know, probably every school in America is using, you know, division one, division two and so on. And if I want to see all of, uh, you know, Jelly Walker's made three point shots at UAB, I can see every one of them. If I want to see every two point shot he's made, I can just, Click a button and unbelievable. Sit, sit there for a couple minutes, and I can see them. So, uh, you know, seeing them on video is not the same as seeing them in person, but but yeah. you can typically typically get a pretty good idea uh, of a player. That's how you know it's you know it's kind of what we said a minute ago about the schedule. And sometimes you you might miss one just going on video like that. But that's that's kind of what we're all doing, and and the pros do it. I've I've spoken with Greg Polinski over the years. You know, who's now at Tennessee with Coach Barnes, but spent all that time in the NBA and he would laugh at us, you know, because we all feel like we've got to go see him in person, you know, to really know and really get a feel for him. We're going to offer him a scholarship, how bad we want him. And he says the pros, you know, they watch a ton of video and they go in person too, but they watch a ton of video and really value the video on the professional side of stuff. Well, hold on. We got, I got to um, take a break and take these, uh, do these two ads and then we'll get back on and talk some more. Do I need to go ahead? Okay. Go? Yep, go ahead, Coach. Tell us about Prince Glover and Hayes. Well, Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys, uh, attorneys that know exactly uh, the changes in the law. Uh, their number is an easy number to remember, 345-1234. Uh, they've been so successful. Their guys, I, I 
Bob and I have been friends for a hundred years, and uh, they they can help you if you need help. It may be it may be kin folks, it may be somebody on the highways, it may be neighbors, it may it can be anything. But Prince Clover and Hayes can can do the job for you. First thing that'll happen is they will they will do a good job of visiting with you on the telephone and get an idea of what your problem is and what you need to do. And then after that, uh, they will have you to come by uh, the office, 701 Rice Mine Road, and visit with them. And I think that you'll find that these guys can help you and that you can be comfortable with them because they'll represent you in the right way. Three four five one two three four. So if you need help there, give them a holler. And while I'm on here talking about things, I do want to mention Constant Companion Animal Hospital over at the Narrows Road, 150 Narrows Road, 6350313. I've already said get your pets in because it's bad and cold weather. Um, if they, if you have a problem uh, with your dog or cat or, or animal, then just go by and see Dr. Foster, and and uh, they'll give you 50% off if you tell them you heard it on our show. We've got a brand-new building out there and a brand-new place, and they'll do a good job. So that's it. What we need to do, Joe? We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll, okay. we'll keep visiting with, uh, with with Philip Pearson, and we'll keep it rolling right here on Inside the Locker Room. This is Tide 100.9. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. A hard freeze watch will be in effect Friday through Sunday. A hard chill watch also in effect. That will be Friday and Saturday. The alerts are the result of an Arctic blast with dangerously cold air. That'll start on Thursday. Dangerous wind chills will be below zero. So protect people, pets, plants, and pipes. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, several wrecks on the board this morning, most of them on McFarland. We got one at Bear Creek Road, and we got one on the exit ramp to Jack Warner Parkway, another one on McFarland Westbound at Chick-fil-A in Northport. Now we've got one overturned vehicle, Alabama 171, at mile marker 9. If you need a new ride, you need to go to Townsend Nissan in time for Christmas and save. I'm Captain Ray. Now, I would never suggest you rush into anything, especially when something as big as marriage is concerned. But, but if you're thinking about popping the question on Christmas morning or on new coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure treated pine, protects against bug, termite and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet Look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cold and cloudy with some light rain at times today, the high 46. Tonight, gradual clearing, the low 37. Tomorrow, partially sunny and warmer, the high 56. And for Thursday, becoming cloudy with a chance of rain by afternoon, the high at 53. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. It's a hell of a time to be thinking about heaven. 
Welcome back in Inside the Locker Room on a wonderful Tuesday morning. Joe Gaither, Wimp Sanderson, Coach Philip Pearson all hanging out with you guys for another 40 minutes or so. Before we get back into the segment, I'd like to tell you this segment is brought to you by our friends at Wayne's Pest Control. They're serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito protection services. They'll also keep Keep your lawn lush and healthy. Give them a call today at 866-WAYNES-1 and get $60 off your initial pest control service. That's 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off your initial pest control service. As we said, I'm hanging out with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Coach Philip Pearson. Uh, I want to, uh, coaches, if, if you don't mind, I want to ask you about a little controversy in the coaching world from a couple of days ago. Co- coach Sean Miller, uh, Xavier's Coach Sean Miller basically got the, the NCAA uh, settled his case from Arizona, and uh, and so I want to get you guys' per- perspective on how that case was settled. Sean Miller essentially, from my perspective, gets off scot-free, and two of his assistant coaches at Arizona dive on the sword uh, for, for you know re- recruiting violations with DeAndre Ayton and, and, and other players. Uh, as two veteran coaches in the coaching world, what would compel, or how would uh, how, how would you come to that decision to say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm probably going to uh, sacrifice my career for for for, for my head. Coach coach or, or to, to make that decision to kind of take those sanctions for the head coach? Well, I'll let Philip answer it first. I, I'm not sure exactly <laughs> what happened there. Philip, do you have any thoughts on that before I say? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't uh, – I mean, I've been around Sean Miller a little bit. I don't know the uh, assistants very well. And, and uh, you know, certainly what you say, Joe, that appears to maybe be the case on the outside. But I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't really know. A lot of times I may know something that – you know, might not be out there publicly, but in this in this situation, I really well, I really don't have a lot of insight that I you know anybody else wouldn't have just from reading about it. I'll give you two cases, uh, Joe. That that sort of there there are times, and, and I, I was as you know assistant for twenty years and head coach for twelve. There are times that the assistant coach do things to try to be darn sure they get a kid. Uh, and the head coach doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we investigate it. And there are times where the assistant coach does things to help a kid uh, in, on, on a bigger basis, that maybe you'd say, and the head coach does know it. So um, I, I think when they investigated, they, they were convinced that the head coach didn't know what went on. Now, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. I don't want to be naive sure. about it. But uh, whether that's right or wrong, I have no idea. But that's that's uh, that's what I think happened, that they investigated and they, they gave these guys show calls. But they, they'll have to – I don't know how many years they'll be out of coaching. One of them got 10 years and the other have got oh, two years. Heaven. And so it makes me wonder, these guys, you know, with, with uh, likely, I'm sure, with wives and families, uh, just to, to, you know, they're, they're basically choosing a different career path at this point. I didn't know that one of them got 10 years. And, was uh, if was he involved got, in the bribing, Joe? Uh, Book Richardson and Mark Phelps were hit with 10 years and two-year show cause penalty for incidentally violations that occurred at, Alabama, uh, at Arizona. The panel, this I'm reading from ESPN.com, the panel also ruled that Arizona had, quote, failed to monitor both its men's basketball and swimming and diving, which are found to commit incident by violations. Uh, it, it seems like involved in the bribing of DeAndre Ayton. Well, 
I don't I don't know the answer, but the the, the answer to it is what I said. Some sometimes the assistant coaches do things the head coach doesn't know, hmm. and sometimes the assistant coaches do things that the head coach does know. So I I can't answer that. And what, by the way, before we go to this, I need to wish Juline a happy a happy birthday. I think it was yesterday. Yes, sir. Yeah, she, she uh she listens to our show every day, and uh, gives you know gives me a text occasionally. And she's a great listener, and I appreciate her. I appreciate her more than she knows because we don't have a lot of ladies, I guess, that listen, but she does. So happy birthday, Julie. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Julie. Her 29th birthday was yesterday, uh, and we, 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 we echo your, your sentiments, Coach. Absolutely. All right. Well, are we ready to, to – uh, You want to hear some Bryce Phillip, Young? Yeah. Philip, we've had a lot of discussion. You probably heard it this morning uh, before you came on the show about the Bryce deal and, and – whether they should have played in the in the game or not, and um, so we have uh, you know two sides of the story. I'm not going to go through that with you because you know you know pretty much both sides of the story. But anyway, this is the interviews or the, the information that uh, these two kids gave, and I think it's it's kind of interesting. I, I, we wore it out the first hour. I tried to rest a little bit, <laughs> go basketball. You know this hour, but uh, we'll go back to that a little bit. Okay, Aiden, so, why don't you start us yeah. with uh, Bryce Young? Why did you want to play in the game? This is Bryce Young yesterday at the Naylor Stone Media Center over at the Malmore Complex. Uh, it was just I wanted to finish with with my teammates uh, this season. Um, again, there's been a lot of work, a lot of um, you know, a, a lot that's gone into this year, and you know, um, I just get another chance to play with my brothers. That's really how I look at it. Um, this is a, a great opportunity for us as a team, uh, for me, um, you know, for all of us. And um, you know, we've we've all had each other's backs all year. Um, it's been about accountability, about uh, making sure that we're 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 holding ourselves to our standard, and um, that's words that we all live by, that that I live by. Um, so for me, um, you know, it was easy. I just wanted to, um, you know, it's another opportunity to go out there and play with play with my brothers. So um, again, I'm. I'm grateful for the chance we have, for the opportunity we all have, um, individuals and as a team. Um, you know, this is a huge opportunity. Um, this is a, a big game to play against a really, really good team. Um, and, um, you know, we, we have a lot that, that we want to prove to ourselves. There's a lot that we want to accomplish um, as a team. And um, I'm, I'm just happy to get another chance to play with my guys. Aiden, hit me one more before we get the reactions. How long did it take to make the decision to play in the game, Bryce Young? back for this game um i mean it, it, it wasn't too long again for me um it, it was a pretty pretty clear-cut decision for me um it was just just an opportunity to, to play with my guys um, you know i i love this team i love everyone i play with so um you know getting this opportunity um you know me as a leader um you know it it, it I, I take pride in that in, in being a leader on this team um and and you know that's something that's that's really important to me it means a lot so um you know i have another chance to go out there to be a leader to play with uh to play with my brothers and you know that was that's not something I can I can pass up. Um, so for me, um, it wasn't 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 too long or too hard of a choice. Um, you know, as as a leader, um, it, I, I hold myself to that standard. Um, as leaders, we hold ourselves to that standard, and, and this it was important for me to do that. Coach Pearson, what's it like to coach a guy who's made with made of the right stuff? Well, it's uh, it's refreshing. That's for sure. It's <laughs> nice when you can have one like that, and uh, you know, up here in Birmingham, and I. You know, have been for many years of my life. Uh, a guy that I like to watch the I, wa I watch the news at night at ten o'clock, and I watch sports. And sometimes I go back and forth. So I don't, I don't know Bryce. I haven't really spoken with anybody that I can think of that that really knows him. But just watching um, 
We'll get hit. We'll get Coach Pearson re- reconnected real quickly. Uh, Coach Sanderson, do you want to react to to, to Bryce's uh, well, some of his comments? Yeah, right yeah. There? I think it. Uh, you know, you've you've seen the character that he's had all year, um, and you 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 know it's not phony. And I like being that way. You know, a lot of times um, when you've got a great player like that, you. you Throw the spotlight all the time on the mother and daddy in the, in the stand. Sure. They did look. They, they they did very little of that. And they may show him. They may show him for five seconds because that's that's the way the media is. But as far as you know, here's the mother and daddy. They got on Alabama colors and they up. You you didn't see that. Uh, he's been successful everywhere he's been, and uh, the reason he has is because he has been a leader and also uh, a teammate that cares about the other teammates and it's not phony and so i think based on on the little comment that he had there is uh is very true and and um you know you, you know you see where people say so-and-so took the offensive line out to eat so they'd block for him and all that kind of stuff you know you don't hear that with him and he, he may take him out to eat for all i know because he's got some money for sure, but, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know that he does. It's, it's not spread that he's taking the offensive line out to eat so they'll block and all that kind of crap. He just he's, he's sort of the leader because he's a skill position. He's and he's very good at being the leader, and he's a very good player. And and so not only he's a good player, he's a good person. Coach, why don't we uh, hear two more clips from from him yesterday? Yeah. I, I want to hear uh, what was the reaction to uh, from, from from the Alabama teammates to Bryce Young announcing he was playing. This was uh, this was him yesterday at the Naylor Stone Media Center. I'm not your plan. You know, I think that that was just. You know, I think it was just. Um, you know, I think that, like anything. Um, you know, we're all we're all happy to to be with the team. We're all happy to to be able to to, to finish together. Um, you know, that that's something that's big. Um, but again, I think it was just more. All, all the discussion has more so just been about about us. It hasn't been individual. It hasn't been me or, or Will or, or any one individual player. Um, it's been about um, us as a team. So you know, I think it's been all, all the talks we've had in uh, in the locker room, the, the team meetings. It's all been about making sure that we're finishing strong. We're playing for each other. Um, and again, as as leaders, um, you know, it, it's our job to make sure we do just that. Um, we lead, and you know, we have to lead by example um, first and foremost. Um, so you know, I don't think it's been rooted in in any individual um it's been about us as a team making sure that we're we're focused we're putting ourselves in the best situation to to play a, again a, a really really good football team it's going to be a a really tough environment really tough um you know we we have a big goal so i think for us the, the goal is just to um put ourselves in the best situation try to be successful on the 31st appreciate you guys do we do we do we think that uh, practice on Friday was a little more lively, Coach Pearson, with uh, with Bryce Young and Will Anderson's announcement that they were going to participate in the bowl game? No doubt. I'm uh, I'm sure their their teammates are very excited and and uh, um, you know welcoming them to to play in a game and and uh, you know Alabama's had a tradition of playing that Sugar Bowl for many 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 years and and uh, I'm I'm sure they're you know preparing and preparing the right way, getting getting ready to play. I, I got cut off there, but I, I've just been so impressed with with uh, with uh, Bryce and the way he handles himself in the media. Was what I was saying when I when I lost you guys. Yep. But um, you know, just so many times I think as a coach, you know, and and I would assume it'd be this way in, with football guys. And I've had some guys had a lottery pick at University of Georgia, some other NBA guys when I was at Alabama, and 
And uh, when you when you're a coach, you know you are always new because that phone I couldn't put my phone down for a scout calling me when I had Contavious Caldwell Pope, and I'm sure it's that way with 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 Bryce and those those kind of players. Um, you know, everybody understands. Everybody in the building knows, and it's just so uh, refreshing. Just as another coach or a fan or whatever, just to see uh, you know both of these guys uh, play and. You know, it, I've heard you guys talk about it for the last day or two on the air. And, and, you know, whether they went to Coach Coach Saban or Coach Saban came to them, I don't know. Uh, but I can assure you this, there were some other people involved in that, too. They had parents. They had an uncle. They had a high school coach. Uh, there's an agent that's talking to somebody that's talking to somebody. I mean, they, they, had to, they had to get it through a few hoops and jump a few hurdles. And it's just um, – it just speaks very highly of them, uh, to me, at least. In fact, that both of those guys are, are wanting and willing to play uh, one last time for their team, and they're not, they're not playing for the championship. They're just they're just playing the game, and I got a lot of respect for that. Anything uh, anything we have on Will? <clears throat> I, I haven't. Said, Aiden, did you cut any Wills up? I'm sorry, I throw you a curveball. We've got Will talking about, you know, why he decided to yeah, come hit back me with one of them. how being the captain affected Yeah, that. give us one of those. Yeah, Will was only six minutes. That's, a, that's fine. G- give us what you got for, for, for one of your Will clips that you got. Well, for me, it really wasn't about the pros and cons. I know that I feel like that's a more private conversation for, you know, me and coach that we talked about. But for me, it was all just about the leadership and being here for the team. And, you know, I've been preaching so much over these last two years um, about, you know, how to do things the right way with the standard around here and um, how to uplift the standard and how to uphold the standard. And, you know, it just wouldn't be right for me just to walk out on my teammates. And, um, you know, that's a big reason why I decided to play in this game and be with those guys. You think Coach reminded him about all the time, all the leadership stuff that he's been talking about, Coach Sanderson? <laughs> well, I don't think he had to remind him much. I, I think probably you know, you know, people are always talking about injury. I think you know, defensive guys probably get injured less. Uh, I don't think he's concerned about that. I think he's, I think he wanted to play. I think he and he and Bryce probably talked before they talked to Coach about it, and. uh you know, we, we and we don't. I don't know what what nil stuff. I, I kid about that some. I don't know what nil had to do with it. Yes, you know, I'm sure it did a little bit. But uh, it, you know, I, I I think the guy. I think he. I think both these kids generally wanted to play. Yeah, Philip. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. I, I agree 100. percent And uh, I'd already thought about that before you're saying it. You know, that I'll promise you these. Those two kids, that, those two guys, they got together. They were they were going to be on the same page. I bet it wasn't going to be one play and one nine. I bet they, bet they made that, made that decision uh, together. Coach Pearson, your son currently is a prominent athlete at the University of Georgia. How how would uh how would you advise your son if he were in a position <laughs> at, 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 uh, like uh, Bryson Will? Obviously, different sports, yeah. but just yeah. No, I, I mean I I like the I just like the competition and the and the playing. So I. I'd have a hard time, uh, you know, advising uh, my son or anybody, you know, not not to play. Uh, if they want to play, uh, I'd have a hard time talking out of not playing. And if you know, if, if uh, Bryce Young or Will Anderson had said they weren't going to play, I wouldn't be out, uh, you know, criticizing them for for having made that decision. But I certainly have all the respect in the world for them and the fact that they're they're going to play. 
Well, Coach, why don't we uh, take our take our break right here, and we'll come back, and we'll wrap up the show. Uh, I, I, I think you've hit all your ads today, unless you want to tell them one more time about Constant Companions. Well, Constant Companion, I always want to mention them. It's 635-0313. Great, great uh, place for you. Take your dog or cat or whatever to the hospital, and, and be, they'll do a darn good job with you, 50% off on the first visit. I hope you'll you'll do so. Uh, also, also wanted to mention to you uh, what I mentioned to our listeners uh, in the first hour. Uh, if you have an animal, be darn sure that you get that animal at least in the garage, in the house, hopefully, but if they're too big or whatever, in the garage. If you've got a truck in your garage, put them in the back of that truck. But it's going to be a it's going to be a a death threatening cold for animals. So I recommend that you do that. If you if you know people that need coats and you have coats that you don't wear, and I do, um, and I'm going to try to find somebody that needs them, uh, then I want you to uh, get that coat out of your closet and find somebody that needs that coat because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be zero. The other thing I mentioned, I don't know if Joe has found anybody or not. I, I cannot get to the game tonight. I've got some sickness here at home, and i got all of my kids and grandkids are gone. Um, I've got two tickets to the Jackson State game. Uh, I'm going to talk about the games in just a minute. Uh, with Alabama tonight, 6 o'clock, I believe it is. And if you want to go to the game, I'm not giving you tickets to sell. I'm giving you tickets to go. If you want to go to the game, if you, when the show is over, if you um, call Joe, and um, if you got a grandkid or a kid that never seen an Alabama basketball game, and you can get them there and get them home, uh, then I'll give them my two t- give you my two tickets for the games tonight. So, if you want to do that, we, but I, I mean to be something that maybe you haven't done before, you, you like to do. So, I wanted to mention those things. Um, uh, for for SEC, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Phillips' game with Charlotte before we close that. But for the SEC tonight, Wofford is at Texas A&M. Texas A&M's good and bad. They've had some good games. They've had some that are not so good. North Alabama, where I went to school, is at Ole Miss. Ole Miss has, has won some games. They've done a pretty good job. They beat Stanford, beat a couple of teams. They're pretty good. There will be the... It will be the second game that Alabama plays uh, to start the SEC. And then Drake will play Mississippi State. Um, that game is at State. And Jackson State is at Alabama on the SEC network, and that game is at 6 o'clock. And then probably the most competitive game, I'll just put it that way, of the of the six games that we're playing, uh, SEC is playing, Florida is at Oklahoma. Um Porter Mosier, who's the coach at Oklahoma, worked for me at Little Rock. And, uh, of course, Philip did too. And um, has done a good job out there. I talked to him the other day for a few minutes. And uh, so they're they're playing tonight, and that, that game is at uh, 8.30. Uh, be a late game, so be sure that uh, you tune any of those games in that you can. Philip, your game with Charlotte is not going to be easy, is it? No, it's going to be a tough game, Coach. Uh, they uh, they're nine and two, and, and uh, got a really good team. Uh, their their coach is a guy who's in his I don't know third or fourth year there at Charlotte. He came from Virginia, and so uh, plays a very similar style. We you know of course we're 
stout and beating our chest and, and kind of played our strength, which is the up-tempo game. We're playing at, I think, the third fastest pace in America. Uh, there's 363 teams. And Charlotte, uh, when you study the, the stats and the analytics and so forth, their their pace of play is 358 out of 363. So it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, a contrast in styles. And uh, they're very good. They shoot they shoot the ball very well. They they play the you know that pack line defense where everybody's you know helping. Everybody's got a foot in the paint and back to the baseline and and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a little bit of a different game. And then as we talked a little bit earlier, you know, it's the it's the game before Christmas, and so you're always you're always just a little more concerned about it. You know, is your crowd going to be just right? What about the time of the game? Now we got weather. It's going to be freezing cold. When is that game? The game is uh, Thursday night. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, Thursday night. So, uh, be freezing cold outside. And we all know that. Be warm inside. I can promise that. And, uh, what time, but you what got guys. Uh, 630, I believe. Okay. 630, 630 on Thursday night. Thursday night. And, uh, comes in with a heck of a record. They've got. They've got a good basketball team. Charlotte in that area has always had pretty good teams. They have. They have over over all the years. I remember we played them uh, a couple of times, I believe, when when you were coaching. We played them down in uh, Pensacola. And I think we played them the next year, if I'm not mistaken, I think we played them up in Charlotte. Uh, when NC State, NC State, Alabama, Charlotte, somebody, I can't remember the other team. Did we play them in that, did we play them in that, in that Pensacola tournament we had, we had that time? Was it a tournament? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, we played them because we played – didn't we play Navy in the first game? Yeah. I think that was Pete Herman at Navy, and then we yeah. we uh, we beat Charlotte, I think, in a championship, if I'm not mistaken. I never forget. I, 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 uh, what's his name? Is the coach at Navy. He's a good friend. Of, I, I can't, one of those coaches, and I jumped all over Robert Orr, and he just, his eyes just bugged out because I got on Orr so bad. <laughs> Robert so bad. Yeah. I, I knew, golly, he said. <laughs> yeah. I don't, Coach, I don't know if I told you, bringing up uh, Robert, I I, uh, I went yesterday, Snake Brown, of course, who, who uh, is from Birmingham and, and uh, you know, played at Alabama just a year shorter than me, and he's working at a school here locally in Birmingham and, and uh, with some young kids, and he invited several of us out uh, yesterday. I missed, I think, uh, Bryant Lancaster was here, and I think Gary uh, Waits was here yesterday morning, and then uh, uh, Hollywood Robinson and I, spoke yesterday afternoon to this to this group of kids Good. and had a chance to see snake and hollywood's in town uh i think they're going over to tuscaloosa tonight if i'm not mistaken but it was good it was good to, to see those guys well if yeah. nobody wants my tickets they can have them i don't know who wants them and who doesn't so anyway <laughs> i can't yeah. get there but i appreciate you being on philip more than you'll ever know and uh hope things go good for you with with charlotte and you and i'll talk off the air and and in the next few hours, so appreciate you being on. Philip, thank okay. you so All much right. for your time today. We really appreciate you hanging okay. out with us for this, this hour. That was Philip Pearson hanging out with us for the last hour. Coach, we're, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're, we're going to wind it on down. I want to let you know we're not going to do a pregame show tonight uh, for our Alabama Tide Hoops pregame show at 4. Oh, you're not? Okay. We're not going to do a show. Um, we're going to keep letting uh, 
We're going to keep playing. Uh, we're going to let Ryan Fowler carry his show all the way up to 5 o'clock. We're going to do a post-game show like we usually do. You can call in at 205-342-9904 tonight with Hunter Johnson uh, after Alabama inevitably wins the, the game tonight. We're going to have a big show on Inside the Locker Room tomorrow. Wimp's, in, Wimps got it lined up to hang out with Jack Crow for an hour. I'll be back to kind of just make sure everything goes smoothly. But it's going to be mostly Coach, Wimp, Coach Anderson and Coach Jack Crow cutting it up on football and Bryce Young on Will Anderson. These bowl games. There's going to be two bowl games today, Coach, for you to be watching yeah. out for. Eastern Michigan and San Jose State at 3.30 and uh, Liberty and Toledo at 7.30. Actually, we got Bill Cameron on tomorrow, too, don't we? Oh, Wednesday. Yes, yes. We'll have a little Auburn talk with Bill Cameron. We'll see what – I mean, Hugh Freeze has been tearing it up on the recruiting okay. trail uh, ever, ever well, since he's if been you find me, so, If you find me somebody, I'll get another interview, too, as well, so we'll, okay. we'll, have, we'll have enough. Okay, that'll be plenty. If anybody right. wants coaches' tickets, just, uh, you can reach out to us at 205-342-9904. He can help you uh, get, get uh, hooked up to the game tonight. Really looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to get out of here for, for for this little bit of time. Okay, thanks. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Coach. That's Coach Wimps. Sanderson did a great job today. Um, we'll get out of here, Coach. Uh, Gary Harris is coming up next. Gary Harris, 9 to 11 on the Gary Harris Show. I'll be back with you for Cup of Joe at 11 o'clock. I'll be joined by Kendall Hollowell. No Friday shows this week, so I'm bringing Kendall in early. Uh, in I'm bringing Kendall in early in the week uh, to, to kind of catch up with Kendall about the World Cup final, NFL, bowl games, all that and more at 11 o'clock. We'll have Big Noon Sports at 12. Ryan Fowler at 2 o'clock. It's Tuesday. Um, we will have basketball starting at 5 o'clock on Tide 100.9. You can hear Crimson Tide Sports Network taking over the basketball at 5 p.m. So stay with us. We'll be live and local all day long on Tide 100.9. Got to say a big thanks to Yellowwood for sponsoring Inside the Locker Room. We're going to say a big thanks to uh, Alabama One Credit Union and Andrew Kniff for Allstate Insurance. We had uh, we, we had so many great sponsors. First and Main Condos.com uh, and so many more. We, we really appreciate Two Men in the Truck and all our great sponsors on inside the locker room. The Gary Harris Show is coming up next. Gary Harris is going to have a packed show. I'm sure he's going to be talking to Drew Armin and so much more. He's going to be reacting to Will Anderson and Bryce Young as well. Uh, I'll be back with you in about two hours. Stay with us on Tide 100.9. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama men's basketball team fell to number nine in this week's AP poll. 
Alabama forward Brandon Miller has been named the SEC Freshman of the Week. Javion Cohen and Kyrie Jackson have both announced their transfer destinations. Former Alabama running back Derrick Henry made NFL history on Sunday. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. At the Home Depot, we have the tools to make gift-giving magic for all the DIYers on your list. If they prefer working on real home... Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking... Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cold and cloudy with some light rain at times today, the high 46. Tonight, gradual clearing below 37. Tomorrow, partially sunny and warmer, the high 56. And for Thursday, becoming cloudy with a chance of rain by afternoon, the high at 53. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Score! Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by Dex Imaging the official copier and printer provider for Alabama athletics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama women's basketball earned its seventh straight win on Sunday, topping Norfolk State 92-30 at Coleman Coliseum. Head coach Christy Curry joined us on the radio after the win. Then just great effort defensively. You know, I thought we were really able to create uh, and be disruptive on the defensive end. And um, I thought we rebounded the ball really well today and did a much better job of sharing the basketball, you know, and getting to the free throw line. It's funny how you just think that sharing the ball affects, you know, the catch and shoot. But I thought we were really able to get some penetration on reversal and uh, really loved who our team was today and just a phenomenal job. I think we're plus five at the half on the boards. We ended up plus 17. We had 11 assisted half. We ended up with 21. I think those numbers are really special considering, you know, we had a lead at the half and we didn't have a let-up today, and I thought we saw some growth there. You know, I thought Norfolk State was a really good team, and I think they'll compete for their league championship. I liked who we were today. It was more about how Bama needed to be. And I'll have more in a moment. There is no substitute for hard work. Just ask the Crimson Tide. At Dex Imaging, they know the meaning of hard work, too. You don't become the best in the office equipment business without it. If you need a copier and printer company that understands hard work, quality, dependability, and customer service, then give Dex Imaging a call or go to DexImaging.com. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. Today, Alabama women's basketball faces southeastern Louisiana at 2 p.m. Central. We'll have full radio coverage on the network. Following that contest, men's basketball will play Jackson State at 6 p.m. with radio coverage starting at 5 p.m. across the network. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Dex Imaging. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a bunch of wrecks this morning, one on McFarland eastbound at Bear Creek Road in Duncanville, another at the east ramp from McFarland onto Jack Warner, and a bad one on Alabama 171 between Jackson Trace and Acker Road. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Football is back, and no one does it better than the sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. This season, you can watch the games with nothing on the line. Boring or... McFarland onto Jack Warner and a bad